My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. Nafira Fortune is the founder of African Star Communications, which is a high-profile corporate and celebrity public relations and events man- management company. She is well-regarded as an entrepreneur, and she's received countless accolades, and she joins me on the line this morning. Vera, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat to us this morning. No problem. Thank you for having me. So, so are you usually up this early? Um, no. Um, <laughs> not always. Not always. Um, but my daughter's going to camp this morning, so I'm actually busy making school lunch. Oh, my word. Yes, I know. The the school lunch and the camp are, are one of those things that kind of have to get you up early in the morning. And then you triple yes. check that they've got everything that needs to be there. Oh, yes. We've been triple checking all weekend, so I think we're <laughs> set to go now. So when you look at your normal daily routine, what does that look like? Um, it doesn't include getting up at this time all the time, but some days it can, depending mm-hmm. on my work schedule, rushing into office, meetings, uh, lots of traveling. Um, I have I have a pretty okay life. I'm not going to complain. I mean, you know, I could have had it worse. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Now, you know, whenever you read all those inspirational books or you go and you see uh, what are the 10 things you need to do to be successful, everybody always says that you should get up early, like 5 a.m. and, uh, you know, be able to get up with the sun almost to see the sunrise. Do you find that that is something that works for you or do you think that that's just generic kind of um, information that's given out? I think it just depends on the person. Mm. Uh, You know, at first, um, I was a bit wary of it working for me because, I mean, I'm I, I can't function on not sleeping. Yeah, I'm not that kind of person. So for me, it's always great to be able to manage just my just manage my time better in the day. I prefer to be a late night owl than an early morning bird, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, it works for some people, um, but for me, I, I find that when everybody's gone to sleep um, in the house, it's yeah. so much easier for me because then I get to work. Mm. Um, but I, I don't always get to sleep late. But, you know, when I do, I, 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 take, every, <laughs> I take every moment. Now, one of the things that's also very important, of course, besides working hard, um, is also looking after yourself physically. Uh, what have you found works for you when it comes to exercise, nutrition? And do you think that it's important um, for that to be part of your daily routine? Yes, 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 yes. To all of those things, you <laughs> have to have some sort of, it doesn't have to be a workout routine. I think people put a lot of emphasis on that and mm-hmm. not everybody is an exercise bunny. For me, um, I do yoga in the morning, I do yoga at night. It works for me, it's great for my mind, it's great for my body. Um, It's just something that works for me. But I think you have to have some sort of, you do have to have some sort of outlet or exercise or or workout for for your mind, for your body. I think that does work. I don't think we can live the stressful lives that we live and be constantly on the go and constantly under stress and not exercise any part of our body out of that. And do you watch what you eat as well? No, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not <laughs> one of those people. I love food. I love to eat. I love to try new things. Um, I'm one of those people that gyms to eat. I work out so I can eat. 
Th- that sounds very familiar. I- I'm definitely one. <laughs> I'm definitely one of those people. Now, looking at at, at your life and, and looking at um, being a mother, having a child, um, having your own business, it's often said, you know, that you need to have a balanced life, and women can have it all. Do you think that that is the truth, or do you think that inevitably you're going to have to sacrifice somewhere, um, whether it be at work sometimes or in family life sometimes? But sacrifices are going to have to be made. In all honesty, no. I think you can have a balanced life. You just have to have a good support system. Okay. Um, whether you're male or female, I think that that works. You know, um, a good support system is, is what gets you through. Um, I'm I'm very lucky to have great friends and family, and and you know, help with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I really think you can have it all. It's it it really is about balance. It took me many 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 years to figure that out. And many years to try and get it right as well, and I think that's that's where we 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 mess up sometimes because we we especially as women we made to believe that you know you can either be a mommy mm. or you can be a businesswoman you can't be both and I think I believed that a lot for the first few years and that's why I couldn't find balance and when I realized that you know at the end of the day it was about what made me happy mm-hmm. that's when I found the balance in my life and that's when I figured out what I wanted to do and how I wanted to spend my time. Inevitably, as an entrepreneur, I think generally as your business grows and, and time goes on, you do find balance because you find what your priorities are, yeah. your business gets bigger, you're able to delegate. I think just generally as your business gets, you know, um, matures, you you find that balance in your life. You find where you can leave the office at four o'clock or not go in at all and work from home because you do want to see your daughter come home. Um, from school because you haven't been able to do that the first seven years of your business. <laughs> so it's 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 all about balance. It's all about trying to find what works for you, what works for everybody else. Let's talk about those first seven years when you didn't see your daughter come home from school. Um, you know, it, it, a lot of people think that when they start their their own businesses, they're they're going to be rich. They they're going to work their own schedules. Uh, they're going to come and go as they please. Um, what kind of advice do you have for people who think that that is what having your own business is about? Um, I just want to tell those people, I, I was also one of those people. I also thought like that until I had my own business and I realized how much harder it is. You actually work 10 times more mm. than you do when you have a nine to five. You actually, um, you know, spend so much more time worrying about the business and trying to get it off the ground and just trying to make ends meet. It is a lot harder. I always say to people, don't think having a nine to five makes you, or being an entrepreneur makes you any more financially stable than someone who has a nine to five because I know friends who are you know, who have a nine to five that probably make more money than me in the business. Yeah. Just purely because of the careers they've chosen. But entrepreneurship is a passion. It's it's mm. not a career. It's a passion. Um if you're following entrepreneurship it's because you absolutely love what you do. Yes, you want to make money, but it's more about having the time and control over your life than really having um set finances, especially for the first few years. It's tough. It's, it's, it's not tough. an easy ride. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And I think if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you need to grasp the fact that um, time is probably your most valuable commodity and you need to use it wisely. It's probably more valuable than any money you'll ever make. Now, a lot of people follow you on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook and all these social media platforms. And they and they see you living what they think is, is a glitzy life. You know, always at the parties, always getting awards, always looking fabulous. Um, Get a, do you do you do what people say it, it normally happens on Facebook that you that you have an Instagram life or a, a social media life and then a real life? 
You know, I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, what I put on social media is the life I live. Nothing is, is made up. So mm-hmm. uh, whether it's the wars or the parties or everything, it's what I go to. It's, it's, it's my normal life. It's, it's really part of my career. Um, and, and, and I absolutely appreciate it and I enjoy it. However, I mean, let's be honest, who puts up the bad parts of their life yeah. on social media? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get tired I come home some days and I cry because I'm just exhausted or I'm just overwhelmed. You know, even 11 years in, those things still happen to mm. you. Um, there's so many bad, no, I'm not going to say bad parts. Let me take that back. Challenges. There's so many, yes, there's, there's a lot of challenges being an entrepreneur. But I think there's challenges in life generally. Yes. And I think as people, we don't really put them up. We don't really portray them to other people. We do want to feel like we have it We have it all together. But I also do put up the parts where I'm not doing okay, where I'm not feeling the greatest. Um, and I think that's important for all of us because if if you honestly think that anybody is living that Instagram life, you're seriously mistaken because mm-hmm. we're human. You know, it's it's part of who we are as being human beings. We we mess things up, we fail, we learn, we move on. It's just how life is. Now, of course, you know, life has its challenges, um, but you need to have a clear vision for what you want. And I know that yeah. you're one of those people who have a vision board. Um, yeah. tell, me, tell me a little bit about that and the process that you follow with regard to that. Um, I have had a vision board since I've been doing vision boards since I started this company for like 11 years. What was on the first Um, vision board? Can you still remember? Sorry? What was on your first vision board? Can you still remember? Um, It was about my company Uh wanting to be in magazines for business. Yes. Um, And wanting to actually own my own home, not have a bond on my home. I remember that. (laughs) I have all those things now. So Um, it's all there. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing, like I said, I've been doing them for 11 years. I do them every January and make sure that the first, I do it within the first two weeks of January because it kind of sets my goals about what I want and what I'm Mm -hmm. going to do for the rest of the year. Um, And whatever I don't achieve in that year, I take over to the next year. So I try and really push myself to make sure that I don't really take anything over. Um, but it really is kind of my my life plan for the year, my business plan for the year, if you know what I mean? It, it, and it includes so many things. I, I, I break it up into areas, my personal life, my business life, love life, travel, all sorts of things. Um, and, and, and I really try and, and focus as much as I possibly can on it and, and try and guide my career and my life towards that for that particular year because those are the things that I want to achieve. So I try my best to achieve them. How important in that process, because um, a lot of times people have a vision board. They they take they go, they, they've they got magazines, they cut out the pictures, they put it all mm-hmm. up and they put it next to them. And, and then, you know, they, they look at it and they try and visualize and, and kind of, you know, do all those the secret things where you live as if it's there and, and then nothing yeah. materializes. How important is, you know, endurance, faith, um, and then gratitude. How does all of that, having a positive attitude, play into you achieving those goals that are on your vision board? It makes such a big difference. I mean, we have to remember that at the end of the day, whatever religion you are, mm-hmm. whether you follow the Torah, the Quran, the Bible, each one of them preaches gratitude. Yes. Each one of them says that you have to be thankful, and each one of them says you must um, so I'm very much about believing in the fact that it will happen no matter how many obstacles come in my way. Mm-hmm. I always believe that if I want something, it will happen. And I think the biggest part out of all of this and what people forget, and when you study um, 
the secret or gratitude or when you study the ancient books in regards to to um, the law of attraction, especially from people like Joseph Murphy and Neville Goddard. Yes. Those people tell you specifically, it's not necessarily what you say, it's how you feel. How you feel. Mm. And and one thing I've learned over the years of studying, and, and I've really gotten into this, so <laughs> I, it's, it's really part of my life, um, and I've researched a lot into it. it. It really comes down to how you feel about something. So I'm very particular about when I ask for something, I f- not only feel what it would feel like to have it, but I continuously keep that feeling of, I already have it. I don't feel lack for it. Um, And I think that plays a huge difference in the things that I get and the things that I don't get. And when I don't achieve something, I know it's because I didn't feel a particular way about it. And and that's what makes the difference. Um, Einstein had a had a trick that he did. Oh, I didn't say a trick, but something that he did every day. From the minute he put his feet on the floor and he started walking, he, his first hundred steps, with every step he took, he would say thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. And I practice that. I do that every day. Um, and it makes such a difference because you're literally saying thank you for, with every step that you take. And it makes a difference to how you feel because gratitude is a huge part of your life. You have to be thankful for everything. Do you find that, you know, a lot of people kind of do these things at the beginning of the year, um, but when it comes to to consistency, consistency is actually the key to everything. Oh, yeah. It's like the people who join the gym and then by the (laughs) third month they're gone from the membership for the the rest of the year and don't go. Um, It's the same thing. But it's like with anything. If you don't put effort into anything, if you don't put your your consistent effort into something, Mm. it's not going to work. It's it, that's just how life is. Generally, if you are building a house and you decide you're just tired, you just don't want to do it anymore, the house doesn't build itself. No, definitely not. It really just comes down to that. Um, is there currently something that you're working on? Well, um, I know you're always working on something, but what are you working on at the moment? <laughs> um, one of my biggest focuses right now is finishing my book. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to have it out by October. It's one of the most challenging things I have ever done. It's hard to write. It's very I mean, hard. I love writing, but consistently writing mm. and writing on deadlines is really hard, especially when you have um, a publisher and they're like, um, can can we read this bit now? <laughs> like, oh my goodness, is it worth reading? Am I there? Um, so um, my, my book is a huge passion of mine right now and I'm going to really try and get that out this year. It's on my vision board and everything. So it really has to happen this year. Um, But I've I've just really been working on, I I spent 10 years growing my business and so many people have given so much to me. So I'm really making 2019 more about what can I do for people? How can I give back? So I've been involved in a lot of programs, Mm -hmm. just trying to give back to people. I'm involved with the Woman World Program for Google. I'm the Johannesburg chapter for the international program. And I mean, that is fantastic. I get to work with these phenomenal women who want to build businesses. um, And I get to impart all the knowledge I've learned over the past few years. So I'm working on a lot of projects this year and just in terms of giving back, but also just in terms of growing my brand alongside the business's brand. So I've been doing a lot more talks. Um, I've just been, you know, really trying to help entrepreneurs get their businesses off the ground ground. with as much information I can give them. Vera, if people want to get hold of you, what's the best place to do that? 
Um, well, there's social media on my Instagram, on my Twitter, it's FC Fortune. Um, and you can mail me at farah at africanstar.co.za. Farah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your hectic schedule to chat to us this morning. All the best, and I hope you, your daughter enjoys the camp. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. That is Farah Fortune, uh, the founder of African Start Communications. Um, it's really, uh, when it comes to South African business, um, she is an entrepreneur, entrepreneur of note, uh, known as the Pitbull in, hills, in Heels. And just listening to her, you can understand why. Of course, we've still got a lot more to come on the show. No, I lie. We've only got 10 minutes left. But uh, there is still more music to come right after this.